Let's rise upon our feet and carry Olua. Let's thank him for this beautiful morning. The 11 Thanksgiving this year. You did the first, you did the second, you did the third, you did the fifth. Is it a small thing that God has allowed you to do 11 Thanksgiving in year 2023? Some people were alive last month, but they are not alive today. Some people plan to be here today, but they are not here. Not because it's their wish, but because something came up that is more than them. So let's appreciate God this morning and say, Lord, we are grateful. Father, we thank Let's worship him and say, Lord, we are grateful. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let's be seated wonderfully. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Are you blessed? This month is your month of all-round victory. And you will have all-round victory in Jesus' name. Say, believing, amen. Say another wonderful, amen. You know, in this church... December is a month of thanksgiving. And that makes this month very, very unique. That means you are gathering whatever you are going to thank God for in December. God has started performing miracles for us, blessing our life from January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. And we are using the 11th month to say, Lord, we want all-round victory, all-round celebration. I know, like, like you, I also have something that I want God to do this month. And God will perfect them in the name of Jesus. God will give us all-round sources, all-round victory in the name of Jesus. My prayer is this. By the time we come to December, none of us here will be looking sad. None of us will be carrying long faces. None of us will be looking morose. Hallelujah. But all of us, we have a reason to be glad and happy in the name of Jesus. I say that is why this month is important for me. And you know, there are so many people here that this month is important for. It's important to them. And that's why we have to gather ourselves, gather our strength. Don't be tired. Is the last but one month. So we still have time to pray. We still have time to receive. And all of all, we receive abundant blessing in the name of Jesus. Now, in this time of crisis and calamities and rumors of war, it is difficult to trust God. That's the truth. Very difficult. I saw something our family was up. I saw the name of one of my sister's daughter. And I say, oh, my wife, it must be a good news. Maybe she's also getting married. And I saw my middle younger saying, pray for me. He had not traveled to Abuja. She landed in Abuja simply, but she has not been picking a call. Saints, please pray. I immediately went and began to type prophecy. I say, she will pick a phone. Because the Bible says no evil will befall the righteous. No evil will befall your daughter. 
you will share the testimony with me now in Jesus name amen five minutes after she tied back thank God she picked her phone thank you Baba Baba for always praying <laughs> you see we are in such a time that if you are trying to call your wife and she refused to pick about the kidnapping happy kilo shele happy on a for now kilo happen that is the time that we are living in it's a time that you need faith more than anything else it's a time that you must live by faith because there are sometimes I see parents all over calling me. I've been calling my son since morning. In this school, I don't know why he's not picking. That's to tell you how fearful all of us we have become. If somebody travel, your mind will be there. By the time they are coming back, you are also calling. Where are you now? Where are you now? Where are you now? We are living at a time that is so dangerous, perilous times. And we don't want any evil news. I pray for you this season. No evil will befall you. You will not hear evil news in the name of Jesus. But to live a life of victory over all our cares and concern, we need faith in our hearts. Our heart must be steadfast and fixed on good things. That no bad news will happen. It must always be good. And it will always be good in the name of Jesus. You are going to hear rumors of war. You are going to hear some people that will tell you bad news. Even this month of November and December. But no evil will come near you. To live a life of victory, you have to live a life of faith. Matthew chapter 11 verse 12 right from the time of John the Baptist until now the kingdom of heaven sovereign foulness and the foulness do what? take care of it by that force is the force of faith to get victory in life you need the voice of faith you need to be a man you have to confess it even when you don't feel it you have to pray it when you don't feel it. Even when it seems as if danger is coming, you must be speaking like Caleb and Joshua with another spirit of faith against realities of life. Caleb and Joshua says, the giants, they are for bread for us. We will conquer them. If God delight in us, he will give us the land. Number chapter 14 verse 8. And because God delights in us, we are going to have victory. And God later reckoned with them that he will give them the land because they had another spirit in them. That spirit that they possesses is the spirit of faith. Is the spirit of faith. You must have a spirit of faith to have victory in life. Must have spirit of faith. First John chapter 5, verse 4 says, This is the victory that overcome the world. Even what? Our faith. Your best friend is anybody that is encouraging you to have faith in God. 
because the time that we are living in is a perilous time. Live a life of faith and you enjoy continuous victory. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16 says, Above all things, take the sheet of faith. If faith is not important, the Bible will not be repeating it. Some of you say, they have been talking about faith. Faith, faith is the victory. Faith is the sheet for protection. Faith is the weapon you are going to use to quench every attack of the enemy. Harrows in your mind. Look at what he says. Above all, taking the shield of faith, which you will be able to quench all the very dart of the wicked one. Take faith in your heart. Take faith. Always speak to yourself and talk to yourself. I must live by faith. Because the just shall live by faith. You have to live against the reality of life and say, it is well with me. I will live by faith. I will possess my possession. What God says concerning me will come to pass. Of course, there will be some indices that will make you fearful. There may be some doctor reports or some symptoms in your body. But above all, take the shield of faith with which you are going to quench every arrows of the enemy. You must live a life of faith. Hebrews chapter 11 verses 30 to 33. Hebrews 11 30 to 33. Look at what Hebrews 11 30 to 33 says. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down. By faith. Every wall of Jericho around your life. This month they will fall down. Can I hear a name of faith? And when the Bible is talking about this testimony and what they use, we have to use the same thing. I don't care how big your enemy may be. I don't care whether people like you or they don't like you. I don't care whether people have prophesied that you are going to die or you are not going to die. I don't know whether a prophet said he saw you in a coffin and he said your time is up or somebody said something contrary or you have a dream that you even died to yourself. The devil is a wicked devil. There's nothing we know say. If we imagine evil things concerning you, woman be can even dream that you have died. That they say, look at that person that is walking. He's a dead person in the next five days. It's a lie. The Bible says, by faith, the world of the walls of Jericho fell down after they were in circle for seven days. By faith. Put on verse 31. We are going to 33. 33. Verse 31. By faith the allot Rahab perish not with them that believe not when she had received the spice with peace. Can you see that? Her lot. Her lot. You know, if somebody calls somebody Ashewo today, you slap the person. You say you dress like Ashewo. You say, am I Ashewo? Hey, your mother is Ashewo. They begin to fight. But look at her lot here. Her name is written in the Bible. Look at her lot. So it's not about the way people look at you. It's about the faith you have in your heart that determines your survival and victory in life. Human beings can write you off. They can tell you you can never succeed. There's nothing good that can come out of your life. But if you have faith, you will not perish. We are all that perishing. 
It is not your background. It is the faith in your heart. It's not about what people say. <laughs> Excuse me. It's not about economy. Rahab, the harlot, perish not with them that believe not. That means in the midst of Jericho, inside the city of Jericho, people that perished, there were people that refused to believe God. Her Lord saw the spies and believed that God is with them and he saved himself and his family by faith. If Rahab the Allot can save his entire family, your entire family is saved through all the destruction this year in Jesus' name. Come on, there are people that challenge us in the Bible. Have you not read that lepers brought good news? Lepers, oh, because they decided to believe God. Here the Bible is saying, go and learn from the Ashewo woman. She said, when this city is destroyed, spare me for having good to you. And he said, don't worry, we will spare you. And they did not forget her report when they got back home. The angel was destroying the city. A house was built on the wall. The anointing of heaven saved her. That's tell you how powerful the force of faith is. By faith, the Allot Rehab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spy with peace. That's why I'm too sure. By January 2024, we'll be alive together. Please sit down. What shall I more say? For the time will fail me to tell of Gideon. Actually, I wanted to read Gideon. But this Bible is concluding for me. Gideon started mentioning about things that God has done in the past. Not that God has done in his own life. Things that God has done for their fathers. So, the fact that you say, eh, I don't believe God because I don't see what God has done. is because you don't want to believe. You can look into somebody else's life and pick testimony. Look into somebody else's life and pick testimony. Gideon says, where is the God of our father that did this thing for our father? Not my God that did this thing for me. He mentioned the testimony of their fathers and he used it to believe God. And I've said, all of us that are standing here before you, all the ministers are here, they are symbols of faith. They started somewhere. That is why I love their testimony. I love the testimony of my wife. Because I know her beginning. And now God raised her and raised her to become who she is today. I know her beginning. So you can look at people's life and pick their testimony and said, if God can do this for mommy, God can do it for me. You can use their life as an example. There are people that are starting from nothing and God has raised them. All of them are here. They are symbols of miracles that we can copy like Gideon. Gideon said, if God did this thing for our father, where is the God of our father at this for them? Let him do it again for us. And the angel said, you are a mighty man of valor. What makes you a mighty man of valor is the spirit of faith. Go in this your strength. Let it not be mentioned among all of us here that somebody is fighting a battle 
and he's giving up on faith. He said, No, no evil will happen to you in the name of Jesus. You will not lose any battle, you will not lose anybody. There shall be no loss in your camp in the mighty name of Jesus. Time will not permit me to talk about Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah and of David also and Samuel and of the prophet who through faith subdue kingdom. Every testimony of victory that you hear, somebody has exercised faith. That's what he's saying. They subdue kingdom. They conquer territories. What did they do also? They wrought righteousness. They obtained promises. They stopped the mouth of the lion from walking. Witches and wizards were helpless in their own time. They couldn't kill them. Some wizards, all these enemies, they were just moose. They could not hurt them. By faith, they quenched the mouth of lions. They became unstoppable by faith. And that is why faith is important in living a victorious life. If you come to church seven days a week and your faith is small, the devil will blow you away like shafts. You will go like an ordinary person. Jesus said concerning John the Baptist. He said, why are you asking me now whether I'm the Messiah or not? He said, blessed is the man. Happy is the man that will not be offended in me. That will lose faith in me. Before John was beheaded, he was already doubting Jesus. Watch your spirit. Don't ever doubt God. Don't let anybody push you to doubt God. Always say to yourself, I know God is faithful. I know God is good. I know God will do what he has said. I know God will not disappoint me. I know the one that I believe. I know he's a good God. I know the thought he thinks towards me. They are thought of peace. They are not of evil. Even when your body says something contrary, subdue kingdom by the spirit of faith. Subdue kingdom. If you are tempted, use faith to conquer kingdom. Please sit down. God bless you in Jesus' name. Look at verse 35. Quench, let's read verse 34 to 35 again. See, see all, all manner of things that they did. Quench the violence of fire. They escaped the edge of this world out of weakness. They were what? I can't hear you. Out of weakness. What happened? They were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. These are people in the whole test. They were not speaking in tongue. Yes, they were able by faith to receive strong. It doesn't matter. Even if you are excess, you can live a normal life. Those uh, people with my blood group must fall down and die. You will not die. You will live. You will fulfill your days. It does not matter your background. If you know my background, Pastor, it doesn't matter what your background looks like. By faith. To fulfill your purpose in the mighty name of Jesus by faith, women received their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured by faith, they did not deny their faith. Can you imagine? Faith, 
what guarantee victory is faith. Tell your neighbor, say, live by faith. We will sing hallelujah together. Live by faith. Okay, number two things that guarantee victory. I know some of you, some of you will not like this one. No. I've been instructed to preach, so I'll preach it. Live a debt-free life. <laughs> a debt-free life. Because anyone that is in debt is a slave. An attitude of debt is destructive. It makes you lose faith and eventually make you lose battle. The purpose of God for us is that we will not be slaves to anybody. We are going to be lenders and not borrowers in life. Romans chapter 13 verse 8 says, Hold no man anything. It does not matter if you are holy now. God will give you grace to pay in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody say with me, it is possible. Uh, your voice is going low. Say it is possible. To be debt free. My God is sufficient. Point your neighbor. Say God will be sufficient for you. He will take care of you. In the name of Jesus. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 7. Proverbs 22 verse 7. The Bible says. The rich. They reign over the poor. The rich rules over the poor. And the borrower is a servant to the lender. You must become the rich. So that nobody will reign over you. The rich reign over the poor. Because the poor borrow from the rich. Borrow from the rich. A borrower is a slave or a servant to the lender. I pray for you again. You will not have a reason to borrow in Jesus' name. God will provide for you. I say it emphatically. God will provide for you. God will give you a good job. That will give you good income. Somebody shout good job. Good businesses. Good income. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for you, you will not borrow to eat. You will not borrow to live in your apartments. You will not borrow to look good. You will not need to borrow for a spiritual being. Can I hear your amen three times? The greatest joy that we have as a pastor is that all of us are debt free. And it's possible. Look at it again. Deuteronomy 15 verse 6. Deuteronomy chapter 15 verse 6. Deuteronomy chapter 15 verse 6. What does he say? The Lord your God will bless you just as he promised you. Somebody say amen. amen. Turn to your neighbor say the Lord my God will bless me as he has promised me. I will lend to nations, to many nations. I shall not borrow. You shall reign over many nations. But they shall not reign over you. Is it possible? Church, is it possible? Is it possible? Is it possible? I pray for somebody here today, you will not be stranded. Between now and the entire days of your life, you will not be embarrassed. 
I pray for you sincerely, you will not have a reason to borrow. Before the thing, the need come, the resources to meet the need will be waiting on grand. One of the ways to validate God's plan for your life is, is when God has not provided. If God gives you a budget or a project and you want to do it, you are going to say, Lord, provide you. Lord, provide you. If you don't provide you, there is nothing I'm going to do. If God reveals to provide, then you know you should slow down. You should do what? You know, last Sunday you asked me to calm down. I'm asking you now to... That means you should low break there, there. Maybe that's not the best time. And most time, when God asks you to slow down, or you are missing an opportunity because you don't have money, the opportunity that God will give you will be better. That's what I find out. And the condition will be easier. Move by divine speed. Don't outrun God. Always ask yourself, Lord, is this your will? When we wanted to buy a land, the place where you say Atukefia was filled where we are having a lot of people sitting on steps. It's a small place, but it was filled to the brim. So I said we needed to rent another space. We started looking for places to rent. Studio 77, uh, moved to this place. And people are saying, no, ah, sorry, you came late. And God told me, you can buy land and build. And I started moving land. The first land we wanted to buy, that was 2.5 million then. They said, ah, sorry, you came late. They have just paid the second land, they say, ah, don't buy it, oh, there's a problem. The third land, I prayed there, I did everything, I announced it. For two months, nobody gave me a single cover for that land. Then this land came, and they gave us 24 hours. If you don't pay tomorrow, and we say, okay, maybe we should negotiate the remaining 500,000 and give the person 3 million. And we went there in faith thinking that it's going to take three million. And he said, hmm, people are joking. If you don't pay within the next, uh, is it one hour that he gave us? I went with the engineer at that time. How many hours did he give us? One hour. He said, if you don't pay within the next one hour, forget about the land. I'm not going to reduce a single cobble. That was 3.5 million. So, and I said, ah, one hour is too much now. We'll be back in the next 30 minutes. And daddy looked at me and said, yeah, we're going to get the money. We have been stuck everywhere. I said, don't worry. We'll be driving around the city. In one hour's time, we'll come back. And we went by faith. The first person I approached, I said, I need 500,000. He said, what? 500,000, like we buy it. Like a Monday. <laughs> so I left. And daddy said, you see, I told you, pastor. Let's go back and beg him. I said, beg with him. Let's be driving around. So we drove to old garage and somebody called. You remember the lady that called us? I'm at so 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 bank. Somebody asked me to give you money. Where are you? We said, just stay there so that we won't miss each other. We collected the money and went and paid and God provided. The same testimony that I shared this morning, we applied to your case. Please, your heart should be fixed in trusting God. Trust God to live a debt-free life. Deuteronomy 28, verse 12. The Lord will open to you his storehouses from heaven. He will bless all the work of your hand. 
you will not need to borrow. You are not saying amen very well. They say, pastor is talking like that because he's a pastor. My friend, there are pastors that hold money. They hold to the extent they hold from their church member. That's the truth. Whether I'm a pastor, I'm a member. The requirement is that I believe God's standard for my life and I operate by it. Are you hearing me now? Believe God to live a debt-free life so that your battle will be minimal and you have victory. Most of the battles that we fight now, they are battle of debt. You see somebody coming, you are already thinking how to lie. You think there is no way to survive business or your world without borrowing. Trust God that will supply your need. And we supply your needs in the name of Jesus. Proverbs 24, verse 3 to 4. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 19. Psalm 104, verse 24. Psalm 104, verse 24. Proverbs chapter what? Chapter 3. Proverbs 3, verse what? Proverbs chapter 24, verse 3 to 4. Free from debt. How do you become free from debt? The Bible says, by wisdom, the Lord created all things by wisdom. By understanding, your house will be filled with pleasant riches. Through knowledge, a house is built. Before money is knowledge. Before money is knowledge. Before money. Let me tell your neighbor, say, before money is knowledge. Before money is information. Say, before borrowing money is wisdom. Get wisdom first. Always ask yourself, maybe there is a better wisdom for me to use. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 19. By wisdom God, you have created heaven. The heart is filled with your riches. God is not poor because God operated by wisdom. You want to be free from debt. Don't say everybody is borrowing. Just say, Lord, give me wisdom to live above debt. And God will do it for you. Some of you here, if you need wisdom to have second source of income, the Lord will give it to you. God can do it. God can do what? Turn to your neighbor say, God can do it. With ease, God can do it. And God will do it for you in Jesus' name. Yeah. Psalm 104, verse 24. The earth is full of your works, O God. The earth is full of your riches. By wisdom, you make them all. By wisdom, you make them all. God did not operate this earth by borrowing. Somebody hearing me now? What did I just say? Say it again. Let me hear you. God founded this art by wisdom. Stop operating your life by borrowing. Thinking that who else can I borrow from? Who? Ah. So that anytime you call somebody, already go over here with you. That is not the plan of God for your life. Let it be a shameful thing that you approach somebody to loan you money 
If you are to be the Adam and Eve in the garden, and there's no another person, will you borrow from snake? If supposing you are Adam and Eve, God created Adam, the only one, and created Eve. Eve said, Do you love me? Adam said, Who else is here? You don't have competitor. There is nobody to love except you. Eve said, We want to cook soup. Adam said, There is no money. He said, Where can we borrow from? Snake. It's because you always have mind of alternative, a way to borrow. And you think that people do not loan you money and not caring. That is why you always have a borrowing attitude. The perfect will of God for you is that you become the lender and you don't need to borrow. That is the perfect will of God for you. And there's nothing you want to do that cannot be simplified, including marriage. Including marriage. You don't body to impress. Nobody at all to impress in any way. There is nobody. Nobody to impress. There is no ceremony that you are impressing somebody. When we are doing baby Thanksgiving for mobile, some of our colleagues in Latex then they were laughing at us. They were laughing. We were so young, we were so small, there was no car. The same clothes we use for Thanksgiving. That for engagement. We use it for naming. We use it for baby dedication. We don't care how you look at us. Look at the baby today. Look at her now. Say, ah, my shake, mommy, I go, I yom. They say no, but why? Why? I told my wife yesterday, I this morning, was it this morning? I said, We are really blessed. So he said, Why do you say that? I said, This country we are blessed. I said, Look at the size of my car. If I'm using this car in UK, how much tax will I be paying for this engine? I can buy a solid, fairly used car with AC, drive like a king without tax. Yes, now. As somebody said, But if you know the smell of a new car, ah, Pastor, I do one But we say, No, one now. I like to be comfortable. I like to enjoy my life. I like to be under no pressure of anybody. That's the mind of God for you. God created the heart by wisdom, not by depth. I pray for all of you, all of you here, listen to me. Whatever represents a bondage of death, the Lord will remove it. I'm praying for you again. God will give you opportunity to be above death. Whatever it is, whether the economy, whether your car, whether your house, anything that is constantly plunging you into debt, the Lord will remove it in Jesus' name. Say it three times. God wants you to be debt free so that you can enjoy a life of freedom. Number three way to live in victory is by walking in the forgiveness of Jesus. You believe that Jesus fought the battle so that you can be forgiven of all your sins. Luke chapter 7 verse 47 to 48. Jesus said to the woman and to the man that was criticizing her, our sins which are many has been forgiven her. When you are free from guilty conscience, you live a victorious life easily on the surface of the heart. 
That is why Abundant Grace Church should be the happiest church on the heart. We should be full of excitement. Because there is no condemnation against you. You are free. You should be the happiest person. At times, when you are sad, I don't know how. Why should you be sad? Look at what the Bible says. Luke chapter 5, verse 20. Jesus looked at the man and said, All your sins are forgiven you. Rise up and walk. Get fit you over sickness. Luke chapter 5, verse 20. Jesus said to the man, Rise up and walk. 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 Because we are free from sin. John chapter 8, verse 11. Jesus said to the woman, Neither do I condemn you. I am not condemning you. Rise up. Go and see no more. To the third woman. Acts chapter 13 verse 38. The Bible says through Jesus, forgiveness of sin is preached. If we are preaching forgiveness of, of sin, there should be freedom from attack. If you are not here by your own strength, then God should be able to keep you to the uttermost. Walking in the forgiveness of Jesus guarantee victory in life. Romans chapter 4 verse 7 to 8. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute iniquity. Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Verse 8. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord shall not impute sin. Raise your hands to heaven and say, I am blessed. Are you sure you are blessed? Are you sure you are blessed? Okay, turn to your neighbor and say, Neighbor, my blessing is bigger than your blessing. Because my forgiveness is bigger than your own forgiveness. I am not more blessed than you. I am blessed indeed. I am free indeed. I will walk in liberty in the name of Jesus. Say complete Amen. You know, some people, they live on that guilty conscience all their life. Even some people do not talk about their sins again. They talk about what people think about them. And that weigh them down. What are you running for? Blessed is the man that is not careful about all these things. A man that is completely forgiving. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the man. And you are blessed forever in Jesus' name. It is good to carry a light heart. A heart that is enjoying the forgiveness of Christ. You enjoy your life forever. Not a heart that is weighed down by sin consciousness. Psalm 103 Verse 3, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefit. Number 1, who forgives all your iniquity? That's number 1, and every other thing follow. Who forgives? If the Lord does not forgive your sin, you still have a lot of battles to fight. The devil will weigh you down. Forgiveness of sin is what guarantees our forgiveness. Psalm 86, verse 5. Psalm 86, verse 5. Psalm 86, verse 5. For you, O Lord, you are good and ready to forgive and abundant in mercy to all those who call upon your name. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, you, O God. You are not saying it well, oh. 
you are good. You are abundant in mercy. You are ready to forgive all those who that call upon your name. I will enjoy continuous forgiveness of my sins. I will live in victory all the days of my life in the mighty name of Jesus. Rise up on your feet. Rise, rise on your feet. Raise your two hands to heaven. I walk in victory. All around victory. I will enjoy continuous victory. In the mighty name of Jesus. I will enjoy. Go ahead and pray. And pray. Go ahead and raise your hands to heaven. I walk in victory. I enjoy forgiveness of sins. My sins that are many are forgiving me. So I will enjoy victory. Supernatural victory. All the days of my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. I will enjoy supernatural victory. All the days of my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. I will walk in victory. I will walk in victory. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. Let's do this once and for all. Open your eyes and look at me. Stand up. Stand on your feet. If you feel that you are having a sin that is weighing you down. You close your eyes and you tell God. I give my life to you today. Forgive me my sins. I know your sins will be forgiven you forever. Not that you'll be coming and coming again and say, Lord, I don't know what is happening to me. No. You do it once and once forever. Are we ready? Close your eyes and cleanse yourself now from every evil conscience. And say, Lord Jesus, I am washed by the blood of Jesus. Because of the blood of Jesus, my sins are forgiven me in the name of Jesus. The truth is that some of you don't pray it because you don't believe it. Pray it and say, Lord, continuous forgiveness of my sins. God, you are washing me clean and washing me pure. In the name of Jesus, I am cleansed by the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. If you believe that, say the righteous, amen. amen. Open your eyes again and look at me. You are going to say to the Lord, I must be debt free. Do you like debt? Do you like freedom from debt? How many of you like freedom from debt? Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, give me victory over debt forever. Tired days of my life, I will not live in debt. If you believe what I preach, pray about it. Pray, Lord, I will live above debt in the name of Jesus. Freedom from debt. I will not be embarrassed. All the money that I will need, you will provide for me in a mysterious way. I will have testimony. I believe I can be debt free. Lord, I believe your word. Help me to live above debt. Help me to pay my debts in a miraculous way. In the name of Jesus, Lord, help me. And help me, Lord. In the name of... Are you praying at all? Lord, help me. In the name of Jesus. I want to live far above debt. In the name of Jesus. Financial provision is my portion. In the name of Jesus. Debt will not weigh me down. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayer. Open your eyes and look at me. Maybe the major deliverance we need on the planet are today is deliverance from debt. I don't think it's because you are poor. That's why you need to borrow. In fact, the rich also borrow more. The rich borrow more. Oh, it's because I don't have a car. People that have car, they borrow to buy another. 
That's the truth. Oh, it's because uh, I'm, I'm training children in school. People that don't train anybody, they borrow. It's because uh, I don't have my own house. People that live in their own apartment borrow. All over the world, they borrow. But the God's standard for us is that we be debt free. We be contented in life. We live a life that God has provided and enjoy the race so that we not be under burden. Are you hearing me? Raise your hands to heaven again. Say, Father, I receive grace to live far above death in the name of Jesus. Pray one more time. Pray with your heart. And as you are praying, God is hearing you. My God shall provide for my need according to his riches in glory. In Christ Jesus, I receive financial provision for everything that I will need. In the name of Jesus, I receive financial provision for everything that I will need. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Say a powerful amen. Put your hand upon your head. Say, Father, baptize me with the spirit of faith. I don't want to carry the spirit of fear. I want to have faith. More than that of my enemy. I have faith. More than anything that I ever need. I need the gift of faith. I will not doubt you. I will not be afraid of evil reports. My mind is fixed. Trust in the Lord. I will trust you. I will trust you. I will not doubt you. I will not be the doubting Thomas. I receive grace to believe you. To live a good life. A healthy life. A prosperous life. A joyful life. Pray for yourself. Lord, give me the best gifts. The gift of faith. If you can't pray that for yourself, you are wrong. Go. Pray that for yourself. I need the gift of faith. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, give me the gift of faith. Lord, give me the gift of faith. To live a healthy life. To live a successful life. To live a, a victorious life. Lord, give me. Give me, Lord. Give me, Lord. The gift of faith. The gift of faith. The gift of faith. The gift of faith. Lord, give me the gift of faith. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. One of the ways to know a man that has faith is by thanksgiving. Now raise your hands to heaven and thank God for this year. Say, I started well. I will finish well. I want to buy any faith. People that have faith, they thank God in advance. Thank God in advance for your life. Thank God. Don't mind what your neighbors are saying. I thank God that what I decided to do will be successful. You will help me. Say it. Verbalize it. Lord, I thank you because it will lead into joy and praises. I will have a reason to be happy. I will have a reason to be joyful. In the mighty name of Jesus, go ahead and begin to make confession of faith. As we are thanking God, make a confession of faith. God will help me. God will see me through. God will protect me. God will keep me well. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Everybody stand up and raise your hands to heaven. As you have prophesied before the Lord, so shall it be. Throughout this year, you will not know any evil. Throughout this year, no evil will befall you. The peace of the Lord be upon you. It will be upon your family. In the mighty name of Jesus. As the Lord has given you the spirit of faith, you will conquer territory. You will stop the mouth of the lion. You will be delivered from all evil in the name of Jesus. This year will be your year of joy. 
This month of victory, receive all and victory. In the name of Jesus, you will not hear bad news. They will not say bad news concerning you. It shall be good news forever in Jesus' name. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Say amen and amen. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Turn to your neighbor and say, I believe. That is why I have spoken. I believe. That is why I prophesy. And my prophecy will come to pass. Shout a powerful hallelujah. Oh, me.